Welcome to Charity Talks. I'm Brooke Denevsky, and today I spoke with Cheryl Crazy Bull, the president and CEO of the American Indian College Fund. Given that this is Native American Heritage Month, it is a great opportunity to learn more about the College Fund and its work. As we discuss, the College Fund provides scholarships and support to Native American students. In addition to scholarships, the College Fund provides critical funding and support to tribal colleges and communities. Through its programs, the College Fund is creating positive and sustainable change for Native communities. So I hope you enjoy hearing about its work and the impact the College Fund is having. Welcome to Charity Talks. I'm Brooke Denevsky, and today I'm here with Cheryl Crazy Bull, the president and CEO of American Indian College Fund. Cheryl, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Brooke. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you came to the American Indian College Fund? Sure, I'll do a little formal introduction. I'm a Dakiyapi, Wachiyapi, Wi Imachiyapi, and Ashachango Lakota, Imataha. Chante Washte Nape Chayuzapi. I am Cheryl Crazy Bull. I'm a Chichango Lakota from the Rosewood Reservation in South Dakota. Uh, I am a lifelong educator. I began my career actually 40 years ago in uh, 1981 as a faculty member at the Tribal College on my home reservation in South Dakota, where I lived and worked until 2002. In 2002, I went up to uh, Northwest Indian College, which is located in Northwest Washington on the Lummi Nation, served as their president for 10 years, and then I came to the College Fund in 2012. Uh, We're located here in uh, the Denver metro area. So the College Fund, it was an organization that supports Native students and travel colleges and universities, so it's really a great place to be. Great. And can you share a little bit more about what the College Fund's mission is? Sure, I can. The purpose was to provide access to private sector resources to help support students, Native students' access to education. And that's what we do. We uh, help students with um, their success with post-secondary education, everything from matriculation to um, persistence and then achieving their educational goals and and positioning themselves for employability. Uh, And then we also support the 35 accredited members of of AHEC that are um, with different kinds of capacity resources. So that's kind of our mission. Yeah, and only about 14% of Native Americans have college degrees. Can you tell us some of the reasons why this is so? Yeah, I think uh, the disparities that Indigenous people uh, experience as a result of you know being removed from their homelands and oppressive educational experiences that we had, some of the political and social climate, you know, create an environment where college doesn't seem uh, like an opportunity. So there's a real uh, there's a geographic access issue that most of, of the people who are participating, um, like with tribal colleges, live in remote rural areas. Uh, there's also just a readiness issue. Do you even know what going to college is? I think that that's another reason why that happens. And then 
not having sufficient access to financial resources is a big barrier. Um, so that kind of was what prompted tribal colleges to get established was to remove those access barriers. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Obviously, the fact that you're helping these people not only with scholarships, but also it seems like educating them on the importance of continuing their education. And it is fairly well known that those with college degrees generally can expect higher incomes than those without. But there are so many other important benefits to higher education. And so could you just discuss what some of these other benefits are that people might not always realize? Yeah, I think for uh, Native students, one of the benefits for higher education is the opportunity to have your Native identity affirmed and to have the your self-confidence and your self-esteem strengthened because in particular, if you have access to a culturally based education at a tribal college or if you have a predominantly white institution or a PWI that's, uh, you know, providing you with support and resources. I think that that that's real important. I also think there's a lot of evidence in tribal communities that a college education means that you're going to be employed in uh, jobs that matter to your community, teaching, you know, health professions, natural resource management. So you're contributing back to your community, that all of our research shows that that's real important to students. And then the civic participation, you know, being able to um, advocate for and understand what's happening with your schools or, you know, with legislation, um, because tribal governments also legislate, yeah. you know, then you're also able not just to participate with what most people consider kind of the normal legislative environment, but you also get to participate with your tribal. Um, and things that like home ownership are the generational transfer of wealth. Those are becoming realities for us um, and college is helping them. Yeah, and it sounds like by supporting these individuals, the cycle almost continues of them supporting others through their further education, which I think is so important. Yeah, I think Native people like like other populations that have real strong extended family ties. And so someone in a family getting an education, you know, can affect 30 or, you know, 40 other people's aspirations for an education. So that's another really positive. Yeah. And I imagine, especially for first generation students, they don't always realize that they have this opportunity to get this higher level of education. And as you're saying, just by one family member getting that education, it just shows others that it's actually a possibility. Yeah, I would agree. That's really true. And the College Fund supports Native American higher education through several programs. So can you tell us, for starters, about the scholarship that the College Fund provides to so many students? Yeah, so the, the college fund, that's uh, like I was sharing, the original purpose of the college fund, well, now I call it access and success. So you know, access by you know, helping you apply for and get into college and getting you some scholarship resources, and then success by helping you persist. So we give two kinds of scholarships at the college fund, basically two kinds. Um, one of them is a scholarship program that we call the TCU scholarship or the Travel College and University Scholarship program, where we give 
funding directly to the tribal colleges for them to distribute to students. That's money that people donate to us um, for that purpose or for general support. And so then we allocate it to that purpose. And then we have the other kind of program that we do, which is a full circle scholarship. And those are donor designated scholarships. So donors might have criteria, but say they want to support somebody in the health profession or somebody um, who is attending a college that are a group of colleges in, in the state that they reside in, or some corporations you know, might give, um, like we have a program with Coca-Cola where they've supported Coca-Cola scholars for years. So those full circle scholarships, they tend to be more, more designated. And one of the other things that the College Fund does is support tribal colleges and universities. And you touched upon this a little bit before, but can you tell us about these schools and the programs that the College Fund has to help them? Sure. So the College Fund, um, we've supported in the past the two kinds of capacities of the tribal colleges. One is infrastructure where we've helped colleges with facilities and, you know, all that goes with that. And uh, the other is uh, an intellectual capacity program that the College Fund had that supported TCUs building their the professional skills of their team members, leadership, uh, putting in systems that help them track and support student success. But um, after I came to the College Fund, we had just initiated a program in early childhood education, and then we've grown since then to support the tribal colleges in multiple areas, from Indigenous early childhood education to helping some of the colleges with alternative um, high school completion programs like GED programs. We do Native arts and culture, environmental sustainability. We have a lot of programs that support student success, uh, including programs through our Native Pathways that support students in high school with their pathway to college, helping tribal colleges build their capacity around strategic enrollment and other kinds of initiatives uh, like that, um, where where we give that kind of support. We also have a pretty strong research and evaluation component at the College Fund. We recognize that people definitely want to hear, the, and, and rightly so, want to hear the personal stories of accomplishment. But many people, uh, particularly uh, corporate and foundation partners, they also want data. They, they want to know, you know, what was the success rate or what's the persistence rate? Or they give us a scholarship program and they want to know how many students graduated and where they went. And so we we did put in a pretty strong and are building and supporting the tribal colleges with a research capacity. And we're one of the only entities in the United States that is actually publishing best practice research. We have the only tribal college and university faculty peer-reviewed journal which is if you're in higher education, that's kind of a big deal yeah. to be able to publish a peer-reviewed uh, research. So I think we have some really um, important contributions that we're making to the broader education of Native peoples across the country, not just at tribal colleges through, through our work. 
Yeah, and one of the things I do like to discuss on my podcast is how nonprofits are measuring their impact to ensure that they're maximizing the amount of good they're doing. And so how important do you think it is that you do have these research opportunities and this experience that really supports the work that you're doing? Yeah, I, I think to reverse that, um, or maybe not reverse, create equity and the uh, and the experience that in Native peoples, Indigenous peoples have with higher education, we have to be able to demonstrate that uh, the kinds of investments we make work. We, we have to be able to show that a $5,000 scholarship a year, it ha- a student will have a higher uh, persistence rate than a student who gets $500 a year. Yeah. Um, so in order for us to tell our story to uh, you know, people who want to support us, we need to be able to show that their investment is achieving the outcomes that we, we say it will. So that research is real important. And it also increases our visibility, which you know, we'll talk about a little bit more, but it's part of that as well. Yeah, I mean, I think now, honestly, it's such an important topic. Why do you think that visibility is so essential, especially within the Native American community? Yeah, so one of the college funds goals has always been to increase the general population's uh, knowledge of Indigenous peoples. And that, that knowledge, it starts with people realizing that we're here. <laughs> and that our experiences are part of American history and that we're, we're contemporary um, Native people. And uh, so that visibility gives you influence in different areas, like uh, what's the content of curriculum or can you invest in having more Native teachers or um, what are policies that impact, I'll I'll use Indigenous early childhood education. What are the policies and practices of early childhood education that are uh, unique to Indigenous people? So we want to be able to show people that we're here and that we have a lot to contribute and that our history and American history are the same thing. And uh, so it's, it's a real important time for us. Yeah, and I feel like it is so important, as you kind of were saying, that there is this visibility because without these stories from actual Native American people, then people will fill in blanks and make assumptions that aren't true. Right, right. And can you discuss some of the American Indian College Fund's advocacy work? Yeah, so I, I'll start with the visibility piece. So the, uh, the College Fund just launched... A, uh, so we've been really um, privileged to have a really strong partnership with Wyden and Kennedy, which is an internationally known ad agency that has worked with us for about 30 years to help increase the, our visibility through media, through PSAs and print media. They help us tell our story. And we just launched a uh, advocacy visibility campaign called This is Indian Country. So your listeners can go to thisisindiancountry.com and uh, see the initial kind of rollout of that campaign. And the purpose of that advocacy is to be provocative. 
So people will think, what does that mean? What should I learn in order to understand why Indigenous people are saying that? Where does that come from? What is the political uh, history around that? And then all the branches that come off of that for social and economic educational areas. So our advocacy is in that space. We also advocate for what equitable treatment. And I, I equity um, to me is justice and justice is the restoration of our way of life. And so when I think about equity, um, I think we need to have more than a, um, well, let's say, let's say we're 1% of the population. We need more than 1% of the uh, private sector dollars in order to achieve equity. And so I, when I think about advocacy, I think advocate for supporting indigenous people through the work that we know how to do to uh, improve the quality of life of people. And then we do the advocacy that goes with, uh, you know, helping students uh, be seen on campus or encouraging people to vote or um, encouraging people to contact their legislators. Uh, when the census was going on, we encouraged participation in the census because it has a big impact in our tribal community. So we do all kinds of advocacy. And I know we talked about the research aspect, but are there any specific personal experiences that you can discuss about how the college fund has positively impacted either a particular person or a community or really anyone? Yeah, so we actually, you know, Brooke have hundreds, if not thousands. I'm sure. <laughs> of success stories, right? So um, we have success stories of students working in our communities through some of our, um, they became teachers. I know they became nurses. Um, we have success stories of, of our scholarship recipients who became attorneys working in the Biden administration now. So there's, there's really literally hundreds of success stories. Uh, those success stories are actually featured on our website. If you go to the www.collegefund.org, you can see individual success stories. I think I'll, I'll share a success story um, of a tribal college experience. Um, so the College Fund is, uh, of course, an entity that you know, exist to support tribal colleges and universities and native students. So I want to share the story of my older sister. So my older sister um, had a child uh, in, while she was still in high school. And she dropped out of high school because in those days, 50 some years ago, you didn't stay in high school if you had, uh, you were going to have a child. She, she left high school, but she got her GED from what was then Sinti Glasco College and uh, became Sintagoska University on my home reservation. She worked at Head Start. The college started up and among the first programs it created was an elementary education program. And my sister uh, got an elementary ed degree and then taught for 34 years. Her, both of her sons went to college and her, uh, two of her four grandchildren have already graduated from college. So I often think of her, a 
a person who, if Sinte Glasgow University was not there, probably would not have gone to college, would not have gone on to become a teacher, a master teacher, got a master's degree from Sinte, taught all those years, uh, you know, and was really an inspiration to, you know, her own children to get a degree and then her grandchildren. And so I, I think she's a good example of a person where there was intergenerational uh, success and uh, a whole way of being in place that was really aided by her opportunity to go to a tribal college. Wow. Yeah, I do think it's so amazing how just sometimes one opportunity can completely change multiple people's mm-hmm. trajectory. So I think that's incredible. And can you just share, because I'm sure everyone is so touched by these stories, can you share how those who, who want to help can best do so? Yeah, so the College Fund is entirely uh, funded by um, what is called, you know, by private sector, as you work with nonprofits, you know that. So we, um, we depend on foundations, corporations, and individuals, most, most importantly, uh, individuals to support us. Uh, so you can make contributions to the College Fund uh, on our website. Many of our, we have our own social media, of course, on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. And I'm pretty sure my team told me that we just got on TikTok. <laughs> and so, you know, we use all of those channels uh, many times. We also are still an organization that does direct marketing. So if you get a letter from us, you know, we invite you to contribute that way. If you work in a corporation or a foundation, we invite you to reach out to us to see how we might help you with your diversity goals and um, help you find ways to support and work in Indigenous communities. We're always looking for internship and mentoring opportunities for our students. Tribal colleges are always looking for partners to work with on their priorities. So we can be a conduit and a support for that. Um, and then I always encourage people to, you know, find out how Native people are being represented in the curriculum in your schools, uh, the colleges that, that you might have graduated from. When you see Native, to check out Native representation in media and on books, in books, and just, you know, be aware and inclusive in that way. And before we conclude, is there anything else that you'd like to add about the American Indian College Fund, or really any final thoughts? Um, maybe I'll close with just saying that, you know, the College Fund is part of our research, studied uh, with the support of Gallup, the um, well-being of TCU graduates. And I just always like to note that uh, TCU graduates show themselves as thriving in all the areas that the Gallup survey looks at at much higher rates than any other population. So we just think tribal colleges are a great place and we're just happy we can support them. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it too.